Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet mamas. I am coming at you fresh faced, uh, a little red under the nose, and I can hear myself in a very strange way inside of my head. I have been so stinking sick this week, you guys. I have not been sick in years and it just nailed me this week. And of course, it's the week before school gets out. All of the eighth grade promotion, graduation, dance, shopping, things are going on. And I'll be honest with you, today I was like, okay, I'm not going to get to the master class. I don't feel good. I've done everything that I could just to stay afloat. And then I was like, no, I got to do it. I got to show up because today's topic is truly what I've discovered over the last eight years that is holding mamas, people, not even mamas, I'm talking the people, all the people back from losing weight, getting to where they want to go, staying where they are in their weight loss and feeling good in the skin that they're in. And I just, no matter how ridiculous I might sound on video right now or how I sound in my head, I had to show up and I had to deliver this information to you guys. So the number one reason busy mamas struggle to lose weight and keep it off, well, of course it has to be because they don't work hard enough. They eat too much, have carbs after dark. Oh, that's my favorite, right? Like I must be overweight and stuck where I am because I eat carbs after 7 p.m. Maybe it's because they don't eat clean enough. They don't eat their for their blood type. They need to cut out all of the carbs and they're just not willing to. They don't have enough willpower or discipline, or maybe because you can't cook. That's why we're getting stuck and, and carrying extra weight that we don't want to. Or maybe it's just because you're busy and that's what you're destined to be is overweight and stuck in your nutrition and stuck in your health and stuck in your weight loss. And here's the deal. That's not it at all. That's what society wants us to think. And before I tell you, I want you to know that and understand that what I'm about to share with you is completely contradictory to everything that you have likely heard about what it's going to take for you to lose weight and feel good in your skin. Okay. So it's going to, it's going to push back on you if you have not heard or if you've not been around my community long enough or been coached by me. This is going to cause some resistance. So just know that there's resistance coming your way if you don't understand this concept that I'm about to show you today, okay? So the number one reason busy mamas, society, men, everyone who struggles to keep weight off is almost always, almost always, listen, there's always the few outliers because they are under eating. I bet you didn't think that was your diet problem. Diet culture teaches us that to lose weight, you need to restrict your calories, which isn't necessarily wrong. Science confirms that weight loss happens when you burn more calories than you're consuming. However, there's a small caveat to that. 
you need to already be eating in maintenance calories. Now, if I were to ask you, what are your maintenance calories? You would be like, what in the actual heck are you talking about? I have no clue. Well, that's problem number one. We don't know who we are in our nutrition, in our weight loss, in our calories, in our, like, we don't know. If we don't know these things, we can't fix these things. Knowledge is power. We can't fix what we don't know and understand, right? Before you can take anything away from your food, you have to be eating at maintenance. Most women aren't eating at maintenance calories. I would say 90% of the women that come into my coaching program aren't even close to eating at maintenance calories. They are grossly under eating. I see this all the time in my Macros Made Easy program. Mamas come to me desperate to lose weight. They've tried everything. They've cut and cut and cut and cut their calories, but they're not losing weight. I have clients who weigh 280 pounds that are eating 1,200 calories. How is that possible, right? Most of these women are eating 1,200 calories or fewer a day. And that's exactly why they can't lose weight. Mama, listen, 1,200 calories is a toddler's amount of food. You are a grown woman. You need to be eating grown woman amount of food. If you want to burn fat, build muscle, or lose weight, then you need to learn how to start eating the right amount of food. And I can teach you how. So I want you to keep listening, okay? So many women are confused about why cutting calories stopped working. And here's why. The reason you stop losing weight, even though you cut your calories, is that you're eating so little that your body thinks you are in starvation mode, like literally starving, like lost in the woods with no food, starving. It doesn't compute that there's a grocery store and a Starbucks and everything that you need right around the corner. It does not understand that. Your body has one job to keep you alive. And when you are chronically under eating, it assumes the food is scarce. Therefore, it should hold on to every morsel of food that you consume into your body. Every teeny tiny calorie, it's like, ooh, we got to store that. We got to hold on to that because we don't know what's going to happen next. So let's go back to the caveman days to understand this just a little bit better. Back in the caveman days and cavewoman days, you would either be in a time of feast or famine because there weren't grocery stores and taco shops and stands and convenience stores, right? They would find food and eat as much of it as they could and store as much of it as they could. And then they would have to survive on those nutrients until more food came along. And they didn't know when more food was coming along. So the body learned not to burn too many calories in case it had to sustain the cave woman or cave man for a long time. The metabolism would slow down. It downshifts, downregulates to conserve and preserve energy so that it could sustain women until they got more food. Now, listen, women's bodies are particularly really great at storing body fat because some of those times when we were in famine, we were carrying children. And so our body is very efficient at storing fat as body fat. It, it, it's what it's really good at. And, and for reason, right? Like we need to be able to feed the baby, even if we don't have food coming at us all the time, right? So your body still works the same way. So if you've been dieting for years and your body thinks that you're in a serious famine and it's going to hold on to every ounce of food that it can, it's slowing down all of your metabolic processes to be able to hold on to food or energy and give it to you when you need it. Now, listen, it'll slow everything down. It'll slow down fat metabolism. It will slow down your digestion. It will slow down your 
hormones. It will slow down how you sleep. We will wake up at different times. We will struggle to get an adequate amount of sleep, right? So this has an impact on everything that happens in your world that should make you feel good or that will make you feel bad, right? Each time you took away more food, your body thought the famine was getting worse. Hold on to more food. So instead of losing weight, you started to gain weight. Luckily, you can tell your body that it doesn't need to keep storing food simply by eating more. I know that sounds crazy. And listen, I don't want you to stop the podcast here or the video here and then be like, yeah, let's go eat some more. I'm going to go ham on some food, right? Then because we can't help ourselves from depriving ourselves, here's what we end up doing, right? So then when, and this is typical for people who are in a caloric deficit, they do that for as long as they can. Hang on, I'm going to cough. Hang on one second. I muted it so you didn't have to hear it. You're welcome. (laughs) What happens is we eat in a deficit for so long and then our body forces us to like go get some food and then we end up binging. And I have clients that have binged 5,000 calories in a day, 10,000 calories in a day. I've seen it all and I've done it all. Then the body fat really comes on. Then our body goes, ooh, store all of this. And then we store it. And that's why even if we're eating 1,200, 900 calories, there's almost always traditionally in most women's diets, binge days within the month of eating 900 to 1,200 calories. And that's what puts the body on fast. And it's really hard to let go of. If you were consistently eating a set amount of calories, you would no longer want to binge. I have a client, her name is Shannon. She was really struggling with this, really struggling with binging and restricting. It had been some old programming for years and years. She is absolutely crushing it right now. She's up. I'm not even kidding you. 900 calories we've added to her uh, nutrition and she's come down. She's past her goal weight. Of, of weight loss. It's really, really incredible. I get the honor and the pleasure of watching this happen day in and day out. So you're like, great, Krista, all this information is fantastic. What do we do? Here's what we do. We learn how to eat more food without gaining weight. The diet industry acts like the metabolism is crazy thing that we have no control over. It's either fast or slow and you have to react to it, but it's not. You can control your metabolism by adding or taking food away. We can shift the metabolism. The metabolism is is pretty like with it, right? Like it's used to adaptation and shifting and changing. We just have to teach it and help it along the way. So if you've been dieting for years and you've slowed your metabolism down, you can rev it back up. You're not broken or busted or screwed for the rest of your life which will most likely help you lose weight. This is what I've seen happen over the last eight years. If you learn to eat more food in a strategic way, we can't just go ham and add 900 calories and be like, Krista told me I was going to lose weight. No, no, no. So I told you, don't stop watching or listening to this video. We're going to talk about how that works. Okay. You cannot go hog wild and eat whatever you want. If you want to lose weight while eating more food, you have to slowly increase your calories in the right way. Did you know that there are four stages of macro tracking? There are four different stages of healthy eating. There's a reverse, a maintenance, surplus, and a cut. And you are supposed to move through each of those stages throughout the year to keep your metabolism healthy. At least three of the four you should weave in and out of throughout the year. So in a reverse, you're going to be adding calories back into your diet. The point of the reverse diet is to repair the metabolism after being in a caloric deficit long-term. This kickstarts the metabolism and you start to burn calories instead of storing them. You must be patient in this phase. You must be patient in this phase, not only because 
sometimes the metabolism is a little bit stubborn. It's like, I don't, what's happening here, what's happening here, what's happening here before it lets body fat go. But also because your brain is going to want to get so squirrely on you in this phase, because it feels very counterintuitive to add more food, to lose more weight. I spend a lot of time on mindset in this phase with my clients, because it's very counterintuitive to what they've learned, understood, and heard for most of their life. Okay. In maintenance. Okay. You're eating the right amount of calories for your body that it needs. You know, you're hitting this phase when you're not no longer gaining or losing weight. And you should hold steady for three or four weeks before you know that you've hit maintenance calories. Now, listen, three or four weeks steady at not losing and gaining with consistency and adherence right? If you're not losing or gaining, but sometimes you're binging, sometimes you're, you're under eating and your weight's not changing. That's not the same. Maintenance is I'm taking in roughly about the same calories and macros a day for three to four weeks and nothing is changing. We're probably at maintenance calories. Okay. Americans really struggle with maintenance because this phase feels like we're failing. It feels like we're not doing what we're supposed to be doing. And I want you to know that if you can learn how to maintain, you are winning in big, big ways. Here's what Americans know about their weight. They're usually in two phases. They're either losing weight really, really fast, which they know is not sustainable, or they're gaining weight. Because even when we're putting on weight or losing weight, it feels like forward momentum and it feels like we're doing something. It feels like we're taking action in a direction, even if the direction isn't serving us. Maintenance feels like we're, we've plateaued. We've broken the system. Nothing is working. Maintenance is very, very good for your body because it's showing your body. I'm going to give you an adequate amount of calories to sustain what we're doing here. And every year that you go through these phases and you allow your body to have a little bit more, to keep it in maintenance, right? To do these things, your body starts to let go, heal itself, and it starts moving in a direction of now we're just a healthy person. We're not binging. We're not restricting. We're not doing all these crazy diets and shots and pills and shakes. We are showing up for our body in big ways, right? If we can learn to hold, we are learning to keep our results. And that would be maintenance. Okay. So we've talked about a reverse diet, adding more food, but there's a method to that. We talked about maintenance. What does maintenance actually mean? And we got to know what maintenance looks like for us. And here's the deal. Maintenance is a moving target and it's different for everybody, which I know just complicates things, right? But if you know how to figure that out for yourself, that's a lifelong skill that'll serve you forever. All right. Let's talk about a surplus. A surplus is when you're eating more calories than your body needs. Usually people go into a surplus to help put on muscle mass. Muscle building requires calories. This will change the shape of your body, but you have to be okay with putting on a little body fat for this to work. When do you think is the most uh, awesome time to go into a surplus? If you said to yourself, Thanksgiving through Christmas and the new year to go into a surplus, allow ourselves to have more caloric fuel than we would have any other time of the year and hit the gym like a beast and change and shape this body composition. You're right. That is a perfect time for you to go into a surplus. Now, listen, this is a controlled surplus. We're not going in with the intention of putting on 10 pounds. Now, when I was doing bodybuilding shows, that was my intention. But the everyday average person, we're talking four or five extra pounds during that time of year intentionally, because we also know how to pull back and peel back to get to maintenance. And then we can make a different decision, which we're going to talk about the fourth one coming up right here. Okay. So 
Finally, a cut. It's when you're eating in a caloric deficit. This phase is used only after you've been at maintenance or a surplus and you're looking to lose weight. You do not want to stay in a cut year round. This is what I see women do all the time. They are in a cut for 12 months. Some of some of us, three, four, five, six years, we're in a cut while we binge because our body is screaming at us, right? Any longer than a few months can make it harder to lose weight. There are tools that I teach and give to my clients while they are in a cut that helps being in a cut more manageable. I teach these three tools in my program. We don't have time to jump into them today. That's absolutely for a future conversation that we can get into, but these tools are really incredible. So now you know, reverse, maintenance, surplus, and a cut, the four phases. And listen, y'all, if you don't know who you are in your nutrition, who you are in your macros, you really are driving blinded. You're blindfolded while you're trying to drive and navigate the nutritional life, your health, your wellness, your weight loss. You are driving blind. And that's really hard. Sometimes we'll be on the road. Sometimes we'll be in a ditch. Sometimes we're going to hit a pole. And doesn't our diet life feel like that? Like, yeah, I'm cooking, I'm cruising, and then I'm in a ditch, and then I hit a pole. Let's stop doing that. Take the blindfold off, learn and understand who you are so you can get to where you want to go. Today, we're going to focus mainly on reverse dieting and maintenance calories. Okay. So this next part I want to chat with you about is maintenance calories to help you increase your caloric intake while losing weight. But please remember that there are two other stages of macro tracking, the surplus and a cut that can help you reach your weight loss goals when they are done intentionally. Okay. So reverse dieting is the best tool you have to lose weight while eating more food. When you're reversing, you're going to slowly add more food to your diet until you reach your maintenance numbers. Now, the rule of thumb is this, 0.8 to one gram of protein per body pound. Okay. So when I work with my clients, my goal, I meet them where they are, take them to where they want to go. If they're eating 64 grams of protein, I'm not going to slam them to 175 grams of protein. If that's how much they weigh, they would be disgusted and they would have tummy distress. All kinds of stuff would be going on. So it's important to know where you're starting, where you're wanting to go. Okay. To lose weight, burn fat and build muscle. You're going to want to start to focus on more than just calories. You're going to want to focus on macronutrients. And there are three macronutrients. And I ask this every time that I get on discovery calls with people and you would be shocked and amazed at how many people do not know what the macronutrients are. Everybody macros, my friend, everybody on this planet macros. If you eat food, you macro. The only difference is my clients know how to make their macros work for them. And most people don't even know what they are. Your macronutrients are your proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Each macronutrient plays a very important role in your body. Protein is needed to grow muscle. Protein is the taxi cab driver of all metabolic processes. So if you think about your body like New York City, okay, how do all the workers in New York City get to their job? Public transit. Subway, buses, taxis, Ubers, and Lyfts, right? So if you're under eating protein, what you are essentially doing is removing all of the public transit in New York City inside your body. So here's what happens. As the day demands that your body do certain things, have energy, have good libido, be in a good mood, uh, be strong at the gym, uh, be able to focus and pay attention, your body's demanding, you're, you're demanding that of your body. And then when you under eat protein, you're actually removing the ability for all of the workers to get to their job, right? So your body's like, Hey, 
we need energy. We're going to the gym. Don't have enough protein. Sorry, muscles. You're not going to be able to do what you need to do because I can't get the muscle workers to work, right? You wake up in the morning, you've got an important meeting and you need to focus and you're, you're like, brain, let's go. Let's focus. And your brain's like, sorry, we don't have anybody to run the focus brain energy to our brain, right? Because you remove the transportation system of your body. Super long way to explain to you how important protein is. Also, protein is the most satiating macro. If you want to stop binging and stop feeling hungry all the dang time, carbs and fat are not going to get you there, sister. Protein is essential and super important. And sometimes we struggle to eat protein because we don't understand what the big deal is. That's what the big deal is, right? Fat. Fat is used to balance hormones. Listen, y'all, when your cycles come around and you're a raging, you know what? It's because your hormones are all over the place. If you don't eat enough fat, then your hormones have a really hard time regulating themselves. If you're moody and cranky and crabby and you're quick to fly off the handle, we're probably not supporting our body with enough quality fat. And what's the second thing that we remove from our diet when we're trying to lose weight? It's fat. We're like, Ooh, I must be eating too much fat. We pull fat away. Fat also helps our body feel good. So if you're achy and your bones, like, like your knees don't feel good, your back doesn't feel good. Your neck doesn't feel good. Fat supports those, uh, the pads in between our bones, right? So it makes us feel better. So having an adequate amount of fat is super important. Okay. Carbohydrates are your body's brain, your brain's first energy source. What's the first thing we take away from our diet when we feel like we need to lose weight? Well, of course it's carbs. Carbs are the devil. So it must be the reason why we're putting on body fat. It's not my friends. It's a combination of all the things that you're doing, including stress, sleep, water, moving your body. It's not carbs fault, but carbs gets a bad rap. Okay. So Carbohydrates are your brain's number one energy source. So when you wake up foggy headed, when you're tired, when you hit that two, three o'clock exhausted time, when you have no energy, when your kids want you to go to the park and you're like, I just can't do it. It's because you're not eating enough carbohydrates. Okay. So now that you know the importance of all of this, I wish I could tell you to go out and eat whatever you want in a reverse and watch the weight melt off, but that's not quite how a reverse works. A reverse diet works because you're balancing your proteins, fats, and carbohydrates to kickstart your metabolism, have energy, build muscle, support your hormones, and to burn fat. The key here is that you need to learn what a balanced diet looks like for you, my friend, my macro needs are going to be very different than your macro needs. You're going to be di very different than your sister, than your neighbor, than your mom. And your sister's needs will be very different than her best friends or your best friends. You got the point here, right? Like everybody is so different. And here's why this is just the tip uh, of the knowledge iceberg that you would get when you come into my program, right? We need to stop playing the weight loss games and start learning how to live our healthiest life because we have the knowledge and the understanding to be in the driver's seat with our eyes wide open, looking out the window, getting to where we want to go, right? For far too long, you've been trying to force yourself into these cookie cutter diets. And guess what? They don't know you. They don't understand you. They don't really care about you and how you get there and what it feels like as you get there and how it's changing the dynamics of your family. They just want to show you, look, you lost weight. And then you're like, yes, it worked. I lost weight, but no, it didn't because three months from now, you're not going to continue to pay for that supplement. You're not going to continue to do that thing. And you're going to put the weight back on because you learned nothing about yourself and your nutrition as you did the thing. It's not working. You need a program 
that is tailored to you. And that's what I want to help you with. I want to educate you, show you, grow you, help you understand who you are in your nutrition, teach you how to do this for yourself so that you are the driver in your journey. Not me. If I'm the driver in your journey, what happens when, when I'm not around anymore, you've got a car with no driver, right? You've got to know who you are in your nutrition so that you can be in control of your nutrition and you can get to where you want to go in a way that suits you, fits your family and feels good. If you're listening to this and you're like, girl, preach, like that is what I need in my life. And it's what I haven't had. Then I want you to reach out to me, depending on where you're listening or watching this video. If you're in the group, I'm going to ask you to drop an emoji below, and then I'll start that conversation with you. If you're listening to the podcast, there's going to be a clickable link to reach out to me. Okay. I want to chat with you. Let's draw clarity around where you're at, what's going on and how we're going to help you get to where you want to go. All right, my friends, I'm going to go take some more medicine, drink some more water and probably go to sleep. I hope that you have an incredible week. And until I see you next week, be well. I'm going to be so much better next week. I know it. I will chat with y'all soon. Have an incredible day. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.